0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Reason.
1: Reason. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And good morning. Welcome back. It is good to be back with you and... In- To continue our ongoing conversation, interaction. Hope you had a wonderful time over the past few days. For many of you, it's been an extended weekend, beginning on Thursday. I know it was for me. I'll talk a little bit more about the time that I had the past few days. Uh, Actually, on Wednesday. After this broadcast, late afternoon, I left for Kentucky. Had a wonderful time with my sister, my mother, and other relatives celebrating the Thanksgiving holiday. And also spent some time with a good friend of mine, who I I get to run into on some of the visits to Kentucky. I'll tell you more about that a little bit later on because of an interesting, uh, spontaneous invitation I received to a Thanksgiving party. This was in Kentucky. It was so revelatory in so many ways. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on. I'm also uh, eager to hear your stories, for that matter, how you spent the past few days, and for that matter... I'm curious as to what's going on in preparations for Christmas. I don't know about you, but it feels like this time between Thanksgiving and Christmas just zips by every year. I'm serious. Christmas is going to be over before you know it. And what's the mood right now? Are you prepared for Christmas? Are you ready to delve into all that the holiday entails? Or is there a sense of dread? Have you already indulged in Christmas shopping? Because I know how important last Friday was and how important today is in terms of retail. I would love to get your thoughts during the course of the broadcast today. A lot of interesting news items, but also... We'll have an interesting conversation about narratives, because as many of you know, we live in a world where even in what is so-called news coverage, a lot of it is not straight news, there's an agenda, and sometimes there's very aggressive efforts to propagandize you More and more, we're seeing that fail. We'll discuss that during the course of the broadcast today. How about some positive, encouraging stories? I'm always down for a story about the preservation of life. And we begin here. The Georgia Supreme Court has reinstated a heartbeat bill after a left-wing judge overturned it. This happened late on Wednesday. The judge in Fulton County overturned it. The measure banned most abortions after six weeks, as a fetal heartbeat is typically detected then. Breitbart News reported Fulton County Judge Robert C. McBurney struck down Georgia's abortion ban, attempting to read the right to abortion into the state's Constitution. These politicians... Passing themselves, passing themselves off as judges, love to read what's not there. Just like what happened with Roe versus Wade, Planned Parenthood versus Casey. McBurney's opinion came after the overturn of Roe and Casey in Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization, and made a blatant appeal to substantive due process, the invention of constitutional rights by the judiciary saying the ruling is merely a reinforcement of what ought to be for everyone the uncontroversial notion that if the judicial branch has declared a constitutional right, legislatures exceed their authority, improperly expand their role, and fundamentally alter the balance struck by the separation of powers when they enact laws they know to be plainly and facially unconstitutional. The state Supreme Court, however, Came out with a one-page reversal of McBurney's opinion A reversal just like that So I don't know about you I'm encouraged This is not a situation where we're going to save all these lives but in the places where we can it's got to be absolutely awesome less unnecessary bloodshed and in another corner of the country some of you may find this strange that i think this is a positive development but i think it is handgun owners carrying daily in the u.s doubled in four years What's the reason for this self-protection? I'm glad people are recognizing responsibility for their own protection. It's really that simple. The number of respondents to the online survey who said they carried a gun in the last month also nearly doubled from 9 to 60 million. It's 9 million in 2015. Twice the number of Americans were carrying handguns daily in 2019 compared to 2005. 6,000 gun owners carried handguns every day in 2019, up from 3,000 in 2015. This is a study from the American Journal of Public Health published November 16th. The number of respondents to the online survey who said they carried a gun last month also nearly doubled from 9 million to 16 million. The study focuses on owners carrying a handgun on their person, not in their car. This is an upward trend that we're seeing with states loosening restrictions for handgun, for carrying a handgun. And more gun owners cite protection as the top concern. As you know, we have the significant decision by the U.S. Supreme Court overturning a strict gun-carrying law in New York. The authors of this study wrote this ruling could further catalyze the loosening of firearm-carrying regulations in different parts of the country at a time when, as our study indicates, trends in handgun-carrying already point to more U.S. adults carrying loaded handguns in public places, including without a permit, when a permit is required. Hmm. Studies lead authors addressing the issues here. Little is known about the frequency features of firearm carrying among adult handgun owners in the U.S. In fact, over the last 30 years, only a few peer-reviewed national surveys were conducted with some very basic information. What does this mean? These are folks who are going to have more skin in the game. More skin in the game, recognizing the importance of this constitutional right and a desire to protect it. To stand with it it's really that simple not complicated at all ladies and gentlemen and that i think is a very good thing still to come in the broadcast we're going to talk about the box office a big disappointment for disney seems some narratives are not going over well with the american people we'll talk about it much more as we continue stay with us
0: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crownland Port, Chicago, Illinois.
1: Time now to check on traffic here's Pan Warner.
2: So let's go ahead and check over in the Eastway area. 3,000 block of the plaza does have a disabled vehicle. Looks like they are already on scene. working to get that off to the shoulder in the Independence area. North Sharon
0: Amity Road and Albemarle Road. Uh, that is the newest hit and run. And in University City, North Tryon Street at Clay Boulevard. Those lights are malfunctioning. You want to make sure to treat that as a four-way stop. And this
1: report is sponsored by the City of Gaffney. Gaffney's Christmas in Gaffney starts December 2nd with their annual nighttime parade at 6 p.m. and Laser Light Show uh, Friday through Sunday night. A mission is free. Visit GetIntoGaffney.com. Discover South Carolina. I'm
0: Pam Werner, WBT Traffic.
2: News Talk 1110, 99.3 WBT, where Charlotte turns for traffic.
1: Back on the broadcast, I was just texting a friend of mine who's lamenting going on a trip to the beach. The water was very cold, and this person believes he's getting sick. <laughs> this is pretty sad. It really is. Not the time of the year I'm going to be getting into the water. I'm just telling you that. You know, maybe down in Florida, absolutely. North Carolina, South Carolina beaches, I don't think so. I'm just saying. If you'd like to join the conversation, the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110. 809 to 1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Over on the text line, we start here. Come on, Vince, you've got to admit you've been given an early Christmas present Donald Trump, Kanye, and a white supremacist having dinner together. The only one missing was Herschel Walker. I guess he was trying to get rid of his erection statement. Gosh. It really was challenging. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm not even sure we're going to spend a lot of time talking about this. I'm I'm really not. They completely ignore it. Because I, yeah. Just putting it there. This is saying it's staggering to me. Conservative talk radio isn't all over the obvious genocide of humanity happening worldwide. It should be the number one priority to stop people from taking the jab. Why is there no courage left on the right? It's Wanda out of Greer. Concerned about the shots being given out. And we have this just in. You rock, Vince. Love the show. Thank you for what you do well thank you very much I want to during the course of the broadcast one of the things we're going to do is going to blow up narratives we do this all the time folks because a lot of what people believe is based on narratives I mean just uh, a friend I was talking with just the past few days I couldn't help but to think how much this poor soul has just been propagandized. Because it it kind of reminds me, remember what Ronald Reagan said? It's not that people are ignorant. It's not that liberals are ignorant. It's just that they believe so much that just isn't so. That's exactly what's going on. So we have a tremendous job. Ideally, to educate, to do so in a way that is gracious, not mean, nasty, disrespectful. We'll talk about this a little bit later on. Breitbart has an interesting piece. John Nolte, he's one of my favorite writers over there, Breitbart. This is a time a lot of people are going to be going to movies. And there are some new offerings out there. One of them, have you heard about Strange World? John Nolte has an interesting take on it. Disney's big, gay, green Strange World crashes at the box office. Their latest animated feature, the gay, green Strange World, just tanked. What a shock. You mean no one wants to waste their Thanksgiving weekend having their children prematurely sexualized by groomers with a side order of guilt? This should do wonders for Disney's already cratered stock price. Strange world, are you? This blows my mind. When I saw this, I thought this can't be true. The cost for this movie anywhere from one hundred fifty to one hundred eighty million dollars to produce. Add another fifty to one hundred million to promote. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is a catastrophe. Quarter of a billion dollar write-off. Per the far left deadline, which is again making anti-science excuses for this flop, Strange Worlds on course for a three-day opening weekend of just $15.8 million. Boy, is that pathetic. Over the five-day holiday weekend, estimated to reach only 20 to 23 million. It's a massive feature-length Disney cartoon. it's tanking the thought of this happening just a few years ago according to John Nolte was laughable everything Disney touched it turned to gold remember Disney was the go-to brand we trusted Disney to deliver not only quality entertainment but wholesome entertainment entertainment for the whole family that's what they used to provide right now you know those days are over the predators at Disney are coming for your kids. Everyone knows it. The Disney brand is now the equivalent of a non van and a guy behind the wheel offering your kids candy. Wow, this is brutal. And now to once again point out what lying hacks the entertainment media are. Just how far these hacks are willing to bend over and sell out their integrity. I give you Deadline's anti-science excuse for Strange World's box office disaster. One former Disney exec once told me, they're very good at making the best, worst-case decision. And in the scenario of Strange World, that's sending it to Disney Plus by the holidays. Oh, so that's why Strange World tanked. It's not the enviro propaganda or the teenage homosexuality. No, no, no. Strange World tanked because it will be on Disney Plus in 30 days. After all, why go to the movies when you can watch it at home in 30 days, right? <laughs> Except Disney did the exact same thing with Encanto last year. In 2021, Encanto was released in theaters. For the Thanksgiving weekend, dropped on Disney Plus in time for the Christmas holidays. Guess what the opening was? $41 million. So under the same conditions, why would Encanto open to $41 million? Strange World do about half that. Why would the Liars at Deadline hide that? rather pertinent fact from gullible readers. This is a head-scratcher. Deadline also tried to soften the blow with this sleight of hand. It's not the worst for a Disney animated pick, particularly over Thanksgiving, but it's darn close. Their $140 million original animation movie Treasure Planet was in free fall back in 2003, with a three-day take of $12 million, $16 million in five days. You forgot inflation. In today's dollars, 16.5 equals 27 million, which, according to my public school math, adds up to more than Strange World's 20 to 23 million. Strange World's environmental propaganda sounds obnoxious enough, but Disney also had to add a gay subplot involving two teenage boys. Adult sexuality in a kids' movie? Why? We all know why just like this summer super gay light year which also flopped Disney's preying on your children looking to destroy their innocence before you as a parent are ready for that to happen teaching tolerance for people who are different is a noble thing Disney's been doing that for nearly a century now doing it without adding overt sexuality I'll say it again Disney's become a company no decent parent will dare leave their child alone with. Drag queens, normalizing, promoting the mental illness and self-mutilation of the trans hysteria? Homosexual kids? It's a problem. John Nolte is right on the money. Stay with us. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. So you. sharing with you this Breitbart piece. Disney's big, gay, green, strange world crashes at the box office. A piece by John Nolte. And boy, does he come out swinging at the very end. He says, this is all headed in one direction. Normalizing sex between adults and children. It sounds crazy. But look at what Disney's doing today. That sounded crazy five years ago. The end game is making you feel like... A bigot for not allowing a hairy drag queen to take your six year old son to bed. What else could the end game be? It's probably not the end game because there's never an end game with the left, just a slippery slope of unimagined depravities. And let me say again, and I want to make this very, 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 very clear you're hearing this not from some crazy right wing extremist. I'm speaking from my heart and telling you. Many of my instincts are strongly libertarian. Live and let live. I'm not looking to discriminate against anybody, make anybody's life miserable. But at the same time, if I had younger children, I'm, boy, am I glad they're older now. <laughs> There's no way in hell I would allow adults to engage in sexual conversation or whatever with my children, period. This has really gotten way out of hand. And I think John he's right. There is no bottom to this. There's no end to this. Variety, saying this strange world, Likely to lose one hundred million dollars. A hundred million. It's a lot of money, folks. And maybe they see this as a charitable contribution. I don't know. But I'm glad that what they are serving up, what Disney is serving up, people are rejecting. That's cause for celebration. The Hill reporting just two house races remain undeclared. Can you believe Are we approaching a month and we've still got races undecided? This is insane. Nonetheless, two House races remain undeclared. Republicans lead in both. Democrats able to hold on to the Senate, keep control of a number of key House seats. After the red wave failed to materialize, Republicans last week narrowly crossed the 218 seat threshold to take the House. Now more than two weeks after the midterms, two-house races, guess where? California, Colorado, still up in the air. Now, the Democrat has conceded in Colorado. If the current GOP leads hold, Republicans will secure a total of 222 house seats. Democrats will have 213. 222 to 213. This would be the exact reverse of the 2020 election cycle with the House split in the Democrats' favor. California's 13th Congressional District Republican John Duarte ahead of Democratic former State Assemblyman Adam Gray by less than 600 votes. 99% of the vote counted. This was seen as a toss-up heading into Election Day. Well, we can see that it definitely is. The 13th congressional district, currently represented by Representative Barbara Lee, who decided to run in and win the new 12th district. Gray was endorsed by California Governor Gavin Newsom and both of California's Democratic senators, Dianne Feinstein and Alex Padilla. But the redrawn lines made a blue win uncertain. In Colorado's 3rd congressional district, the vote count is similarly slim. 99% of ballots tallied. Sitting Republican Lauren Boebert up by around five hundred fifty votes over Democratic challenger Adam Frisch, razor thin margin. Kickstarted a recount under Colorado's election rules. Frisch was at one point leading Boebert by sixty four votes. In the reliably red district, Boebert had been expected to win easily. The Democrat actually conceded the race last week, saying he didn't think a recount would reverse Bobert's victory. But the race has not been formally called yet. So, there you go. So, the margin a little bit uh, greater, but still not a lot. Enough. Another person you ought to know about, his name is Thomas James. He is another man in that Club Q shooting who acted in a heroic fashion. He helped to disarm the Colorado nightclub shooter. And we found out who he is just a few days ago. Thomas James saying, I simply wanted to save the family I found. If I had my way, I would shield everyone I could from the nonsensical acts of hate in the world. But I'm only one person. Thankfully, we are family, and family looks after one another. We came a long way from Stonewall. Bullies aren't invincible. Putting out a statement saying, I want to support everyone who has known the pain and loss that have been all too common these past few years. My thoughts are with those we lost November 19th, those still recovering from their injuries. To the youth, I say be brave. Your family's out there. You're loved and valued. You are loved and valued. By the way, James... In stable condition, at the hospital. The hospital said he's focusing on his recovery and will not be conducting any media interviews at this time. That was his first public statement. We heard, we had heard some days ago that there was another person involved in subduing the suspect. Now we have a name, Thomas James. The shooter was tackled to the ground by Richard Fierro. Remember hearing from him, the Army veteran? Very energetic Army veteran. (laughs) He was there celebrating the club with family and friends. James is the guy who pushed the rifle out of the shooter's reach. While Fierro struck and subdued the shooter with the other firearm that this person had, a handgun. So there you go, I thought you should know who this person is so many times so much attention is given To the person who sometimes is looking for attention and doesn't deserve it Still to come in the broadcast we're gonna go back to the subject of narratives and Boy, I've I gotten an education the past few days in the desire for victimhood in the desire to be recognized as persecuted in a dogged desire to make incidents hate crimes. We're going to talk about this, and you'll be quite intrigued by a new twist in a story that goes right back to this narrative again. That much more as we continue our Monday broadcast. Stay with us. on the text line we've got this Vince I think you should talk about Donald Trump's Thanksgiving dinner because this is the very reason we don't need him as the presidential candidate in 2024 ouch by the way it wasn't Thanksgiving it was on Tuesday that meeting with Kanye and the (laughs) alleged white supremacist there's a point where I just I there's really nothing additional to say Really isn't. What is. What can I possibly add? Vince, I think Herschel Walker's goose is cooked. He will lose. Won't even be close. I think so. But kind of interesting to see how that race turns out. Coming up with the broadcast. On the subject of narratives. You know, it blows my mind how. Sadly, ignorant, so many people are. And one of the reasons they're ignorant is their history understanding doesn't go beyond the time that they've been alive. And sadly, many of them don't have much curiosity about what happened before they were here. Maybe they wouldn't have to learn the same stupid lessons. See, I one of my favorite Comment someone made years ago, this really stayed with me. One of the most important things you can learn how to do is to learn the lessons of people who've made mistakes before you, so you don't have to repeat them. They made them for you. But it's really sad when people come along and they think, you know, I'm really smart. This is a new generation. We're going to try something new. It's not new at all. And the results of their behavior, their attitudes, are entirely predictable. But they're not interested in history to find out. (laughs) We'll address this during the course of the broadcast. I want to go into the subject of narratives as it relates to hate crimes. As you know, Colorado Springs, what happened there was tragic. I'm not a person who is really big into this whole hate crime thing. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you kill someone, they're dead, period. And the motive of that, which might be interesting to find out, doesn't make that person more or less dead. It's a crime. And as far as I'm concerned, every crime is a hate crime. Because it shows contempt for another human being. That's, my, that's been my perspective all along. But to the left, it's really important to identify certain groups that need to be, quote, protected. Now, these laws, again, don't provide any protection. They don't. They give us the opportunity to virtue signal about how we are, quote, protecting people in this particular group or that group. What has been really intriguing to me is over the last week, whether it's social media or conversations with people, how many people are absolutely determined that what happened in Colorado Springs has to be a hate crime, absolutely has to be. Imagine their disappointment when they found out that the person who committed the crime is non-binary. Allegedly part of their community. Newsweek actually did a piece on this. Anderson Aldrich non-binary revelation leaves internet divided. Reports the 22-year-old suspect who allegedly killed five people and wounded 18 others in a nightclub in Colorado Springs. identifies as non-binary have sparked outrage among LGBTQ rights activists and internet users. What could they be outraged about? In a Tuesday night court filing obtained by a New York Times reporter, Anderson Lee Aldrich's attorney, say the suspect, who's facing multiple murder and hate crime charges over the shooting at Club Q, is non-binary. They use they-them pronouns. He's to be known as MX, Anderson Aldrich. Many on the internet have cast doubt over whether Aldrich genuinely identifies as non-binary raising concerns this might simply be a move to harm the LGBTQ community from an individual who now stands accused of committing a hate crime against queer people. See, I thought it's only right-wingers who were supposed to engage in conspiracy theories. Here's what one Latina trans activist said. The identification as non-binary is almost certainly a troll. The record was sealed, but now this filing comes out while no other information is available. This is clearly an intentional troll by the shooter to further harm the community. Why are they saying this? They don't know. Do you know this man's heart? Do Do you know? No, of course they don't. But it blows their narrative. Aaron Reed, activist. I swear to God, if the shooter is using non-binary identification as a parting shot to the trans community, the right wing laps it up. This is extremely sick. The Club Q shooter immediately identifying as non-binary with no previous evidence and right wing media immediately taking that as fact as proof. No one who is anti-LGBT gives a blank about logic. Just whatever comes out that is convenient. Even ignoring the immediate political ripples from doing something like that it seems like the obvious thing to do after any queer hate crime. To avoid getting charged for hate crime. This is what they're saying. This is a conspiracy. This guy is not non-binary. He's just doing it for his defense. <laughs> I'm telling you, this, I'm just going to tell you, it's mental illness. Get off of it, people. It's mental illness. Hour number two and musical Monday straight ahead. This is the Vince Coakley radio program.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.